0: Get your quote today at progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by
1: state law. So, our next guest is going to talk some Jets football with us. He covers both the Jets and the Giants for SNY here in New York. Uh, I've been talking to him for years, uh, formerly uh, the New York Daily News. Uh, Ralph Vecchiano joins us here on CBS Sports Radio. Ralph, what is Adam Gase, crazy? He's actually putting his starting quarterback in harm's way in these preseason games? What is he thinking? You know, it's amazing.
0: Every time now I see a starter in there, I I wonder the exact same thing. And I see what the Bears did with the Giants last night when they uh, basically sat all of their starters. And I was was wondering, you know, three years from now, I wonder if anybody's going to play starters at all in the preseason. This is a trend that I think is going to just get worse and worse for the poor people
1: that have to pay for those games all right so before we even get into the jet since we went there let's uh take this a step further sure there have been to distract you there no that's perfectly all right there have been discussions about Trimming back the preseason to two games, taking the regular season to 18, major pushback from the players. They say they're too much at risk at a 16-game schedule. If they went to 18, that would just be unfair with the non-guaranteed contracts they have in the NFL. It's been a major sticking point, and neither side has moved much. It just makes too much sense not to do... What do the owners have to do to make it palatable enough for the players to actually sign off on playing more regular season games and less preseason games?
0: Well, that's easy. Everybody's got their price. You know, they, they use it every time the CBA comes up as a negotiating tool because they know the players hate it, so they put it on the table. And they say, well, we'll take it off if you give us a little something. You know, I understand the players' safety concerns. This tends to be the one issue where they get religion on safety. You know, you start uh, putting rules that limit headshots and things like that, and a lot of players will cry about that. Um, you know, it's certainly uh, even practices, there are less practices. You hear players say, "Oh, it's not like the old days, and we're not working hard." There's always complaints. Um, but when it comes to the the 18 games, they they really just draw the line. But I think if the the owners suddenly said, you know what, we'll give you more of a piece of the pie and throw more money at some of you guys if you do this, I think that's the way to do it. It might have to be a significant amount of money, but I think that you know they basically have to buy the players' uh, willingness to do it.
1: It is a joke, the way that the preseason is being played these days, as in season ticket holder to the Jets. Yes, it affects me because I'm paying for games that aren't really even close. They're not even reasonable facsimile of NFL games, what we're yeah, seeing I- in the preseason. But Adam Gase has put his guy out there, and sure enough, Sam Darnold's looked good marching the Jets down the field in both of his possessions so far. Uh, Just the natural maturation in the position, better weapons around him, better relationship with an offensive-minded coach. Why has Darnold, in your opinion, looked good these first couple of games in limited action for sure, but he has looked good?
0: Yeah, I think it's all those things you mentioned will probably help him in the long run. Um, I don't know that we've seen Adam Gase unveil his, you know, offensive genius yet, so it's probably not doing much for Donald at the moment. The playmakers, you know, Le'Veon Bell is kind of the key guy. Even Jameson Crowder, who's done a little bit, we haven't really seen them unveil all the talent yet. Uh, Right now, I think what you're seeing is raw ability and a guy who, you know, last year – showed a lot of signs of improving quickly. And, you know, Adam Gase has pointed this out multiple times, that when he went back and, and looked at film of Sam Darnold last year, he would see him make a mistake and then go five, six games into the future, see the same kind of play on unveil and see him not make that mistake again. It's just, he, he's just growing so quickly and learning so fast and has such great ability that that's what you're seeing right now. He's he's showing that he has the everything in place right now Become, you become know, not just a promising quarterback, but a good quarterback right now.
1: Is the Jet offensive line going to be improved? I know they made the late uh, in-season move to sign Ryan Khalil. Uh, he hasn't been part of any of their preseason action, and if he gets any preseason action, it'll be slight at best. But a veteran guy who's been there before with the pieces around him, is the Jet offensive line marginally improved, significantly improved? How would you describe it?
0: I would say it has a chance to be significantly improved, but you're betting on a lot of things um, right now let go look last night's game four uh, or the other but the other night, four of their five starters were missing um, they just have injuries and, and Ryan Khalil's still getting up to speed a little bit um, if they're healthy, adding Khalil and adding Kh assembly certainly makes them a better line than they were, but you're also talking about some fragile guys you're counting on Brandon ferrrell being healthy, counting on Brian Winters being healthy. Kelvin Beecham always seems to have injury issues. Ryan Khalil was retired a few months ago. Uh, You know, if if I I don't know if they're going to have all five guys for four games, for 10 games, if they have them for all 16, I think you've got a really good offensive line. If you have to go too deep into the backups, I think that's where they're going to be in trouble.
1: We're talking to, uh, Rafa from SNY here in New York to helping us take a look at the Jets before the season gets underway. Um, Yeah, Crowder has actually played a little here in the preseason. I thought he was a disappointment for the Redskins, but has looked good in the slot so far for the Jets. Why does he look to be better in a Jet offense than he was in uh, Gruden's offense down in Washington?
0: I I think this is going to have everything to do with Adam Gase. When you look at his offenses in Miami, he really used that slot receiver uh, in creative ways. He made that his... Your number one receiver position. Um, you just, he's just really good about finding ways to get that spot receiver open. And Jamison Crowder, he's got the tools, he's got the hands, he's got the speed. And if you can get him into the open field and have one guy chasing him, he has a chance to turn it into a big gain. Um, and I think that's what Adam Gase wants to do. Uh, you know, he may not have the guys on the outside to take that pressure away from him. We got to see what Robbie Anderson and Quincy Enunwa are able to do and how healthy both of them can stay. But, you know, Jameson Crowder is going to be the featured guy. If this offense looks anything else, like, like what, uh, Adam offense offenses looked like in the past.
1: Maybe is going to be the bell cow of the jet backfield, but Ty Montgomery is also flashed here during the preseason, wearing a wide receivers number, even though he's basically a running back, mm-hmm. uh, another Jack of all trades guy. How do you think he contributes to the jets?
0: Yeah, he, I think he can be a big help uh, in a couple of ways. One, the versatility—you know, a guy, uh, third-down back type of guy out of the backfield uh, who can play like a receiver—certainly um, is good enough to to spell Le'Veon Bell a little bit, and uh, he's certainly going to need it. To me, how big a role Ty Montgomery plays is going to be dependent on what we can see out of Le'Veon Bell. They are going to make him the guy that they run constantly, but. Who knows? After a year off from football, who knows how much of a pounding he's going to be able to take, how healthy he'll be able to stay. So it's it's good that they've got a guy with a little bit of experience, not the same style back, that have to change things a little bit on offense. But you know, a guy who definitely can pick up some yards in a variety of ways.
1: Big injury. They lose Williamson the other night in a preseason game. I took some calls in New York on it. Said. It's the coach's fault because he had him out there in the second quarter with other second-teamers. He should have been off the field. Number one, do you question the coach? Number two, how big a loss is it for the Jets with the ACL tear for Williamson and done for the year?
0: Well, I do question the coach. Um, I'm not criticizing him yet. Well, I did criticize him. I shouldn't say that. But my criticism isn't harsh yet because I need to know why he was out there. And we have not had um, Adam Gase to – ask that question to we'll have it uh, it's Sunday night after their scrimmage will be the first time we get to let him sort of address why Williamson was out there but it was not it wasn't just a few plays it was you know 15 extra snaps most of the starters played 15 snaps he played 30 it was the end of the first half you know, maybe there was a good reason you know maybe it was because he called the plays on defense he wanted him around the younger players I don't know but I need to hear that explanation and otherwise it's just a meaningless stupid injury And it's significant to a point. I mean, they did just sign C.J. Mosley, who's basically the same position, and obviously you a guy they spend a lot of money on, so they are high in his ability. Losing Avery Williamson after they've traded away Darren Lee does thin out the inside linebacker spot. Maybe they have to run more 4-3 on defense instead of 3-4. We've seen more 4-3 during the preseason anyway. Um, So I think it it puts a little pressure on Greg Williams – to sort of scheme around it, and they got to keep their fingers crossed because they're no longer deep at that spot.
1: And at least what I saw from the other night uh, against Atlanta, if uh, you don't have corners who can cover, just bring them on a blitz. He was bringing blitzes from every second preseason game, and he's sending six, if not seven. Is that what we're going to look for Greg Williams all year? He's always been considered a very aggressive defensive coordinator, and even undermanned in the secondary, it hasn't changed from him being an aggressive uh, defensive coordinator, at least earlier with the Jets.
0: Yeah, you will see that a lot. And I got to tell you, I, it, it's the preseason, so it's hard to tell anything, but I like the fact that he looked at his secondary, thought, we're thin there. I will just blitz the heck out of them. Because for years, I've listened to defensive coordinators who promise an aggressive defense, and then they can't do it. And you yes, ask why, well, we had so many injuries in the secondary. I had to drop guys back. I had to keep you know, protect them somehow. I, I'm, I'm with Greg Williams on this. You know what? If I, my secondary is weak, blitz even more. Make you know, Go to the strength. Try to get the quarterback. Make him throw fast so those – weak corners don't have to cover as much as they did. And I think that that was definitely a signal that that's the way he wants to play. Um, I think it's his nature. It's always the way he's coached. And it's a strength of this team. He's got, I, I think, a very good front line. He's got some good blitzers, especially Jamal Adams. Adams. Um, I think you're going to see more and more of that as the year goes on.
1: Any truth to the rumor that the Jets reached out to you today to come in and kick uh, tomorrow (laughs) prior to practice because uh, two weeks in a row they've had a place kicker who couldn't make PATs, missed two in game one, missed two more this week with Taylor Bertolette. I've got to believe they're going to continue to be on the hunt for a kicker. Uh, How is this going to shake out? Just going to hope to get lucky and find somebody off the scrap heap at this point?
0: Well, I tell you what, first of all, they're one of five on extra points this preseason, so it's not like I could do much worse than that. <laughs>
1: um, but,
0: yeah, I mean, you know, I, I don't think they're going to panic with uh, Bertolette, but I think they are certainly looking. Um, they, you know, there aren't many good kickers out there at the moment, but there are certainly places where there are kicking competitions going on, and when that waiver wire hits at the end of August, um, there'll be kickers out there, and I, I'd bet anything that, uh, they'll be looking. Uh, now, you know, how Bertolette does the next couple of games will determine whether he has a chance to be the kicker on the roster, but I wouldn't bet on it right now. I would think that, you know, I'd be looking around the league saying, okay, who's who's doing well but's going to just lose out on a job? That's the guy I want. And, and I, I really do think their starting kicker is probably not on their team
1: just yet. Did they make a mistake by not paying Jason Myers what it was going to take to keep him as a jet kicker?
0: Yeah, no doubt about it. Unless there's something else there that we don't know they did it for money reasons. Mike, this is the Mike McCagnin, uh regime, obviously that did that. And um, I was actually talking uh, at the Giants game last night with Jeff Feagles, the former Giants punter, about this. It remains amazing how many teams just get cheap on the special teams positions, on especially kicker, long snapper, punter, in some cases, and yet they can lose games certainly, but they win a lot of games as well. And uh, you know, you remember years back when the Giants blew that famous playoff game in San Francisco, when they, you know, were their their long snapper was terrible. They learned right right after that they started spending on those positions and figuring, you know, at least let's solidify that so we don't have to worry about it. And for the basically paltry amount of money that Jason Myers got from Seattle for the Jets to let a Pro Bowl kicker go, it, it made no sense at all then. It makes even less sense now that it looks like this is a position that could really hurt them all year.
1: All right, we've still got two preseason games to go with roster cuts and maybe potential moves, and uh, maybe they find a kicker out of nowhere. So I'm asking you to make a projection, knowing full well that uh, certain things can happen in the next two weeks that uh, could affect it. What's a successful season for the Jets this year?
0: Well, they'll tell you that... They want to see growth and they're, you know, probably like look like they're on the verge of contending, get to 500, that type of thing. And I think if they do that, they'll claim it is as a success, but I look at it, that they need to do more. They've, they've got their quarterback in an era where young quarterbacks don't struggle like they used to. They step in and they're pretty successful right away. They have spent a ton of money in the last two years on everything from offensive linemen to defensive stars, to certainly a running back and a receiver. They've had high draft picks for years. You know, growth is not good enough to me. To me, it's now time for them to make the playoffs and at least make a playoff push. So I think for them a successful season is nine wins. I think if, you know, you get to the last week of the season and you've got a shot at the playoffs, you know, things can happen then. You never know if nine wins will do it or ten wins will have to do it. So it can be a little bit of a crapshoot. But I need to see them in week 17 either in the playoffs or have a shot at it with one game to go. And then I'd say, okay, you know what? They're on the right track. Anything less than that to me, they just didn't do enough.
1: Do your lips to Jet fans' ears. Raffle, <laughs> always a pleasure, my friend. Good catching up. We'll talk during the season. Thanks for hopping on tonight.
0: My pleasure, Jody. Anytime.
1: My pleasure. Ralph Vecchiano from SNY with a little Jet preview for us here on CBS Sports Radio.